everyone, this is Ben Morris. I am in the bowels of the Javits Center, the Jacob Javits Center. It is New York Comic Con 2017. I have been led on this merry chase by one Jerry Duggan, one of the great writers here at Marvel. Jerry, how you doing? I'm very good. How are you? Great, man. Uh, one day into New York Comic Con, you had a creative retreat this week. How exhausted are you? I'm uh, I'm a little tired. I'm a little worried about my voice, but uh, I'm I'm holding up. Uh, it was a very exciting week. Uh, we talked a, a lot of uh, big plans uh, out in uh, space with the Guardians and the Infinity Stones. Uh, the, the show here has been great. Um, signing so many copies of Guardians and and Deadpool and uh, meeting the fans. Uh, it's always good to come home. Let's talk about Guardians for a second. One of the things most interesting to me about Guardians is you really, the term raiding the toy chest comes to mind when you talk about Guardians, especially what you're doing, because not only do you have this great array of characters who now the world knows because of the movies uh, at your disposal, but you've also got, we've seen Nova has come back, the original Nova, Rich Rider. You have the Infinity Stones. You have the Elders of the Universe. You have so many things you can play with. How do you narrow it down on this is the Marvel, cool Marvel stuff i want to focus on this run you know um i i when i was uh, asked um to come up with some ideas for guardians uh i i went back and i i, I reread a lot of um almost everything that came before me in the marvel cosmic universe and uh the thing that I was gravitating towards was the idea that, yes, this team is a family, and then there's also a family of cosmic elders, and they their interests begin to overlap with the stones, because uh, I thought if I could pull off uh, issue three uh, with, with Fraser Irving, that, that we could tell the story of Gamora um, feeling like a part of her is missing inside the soul stone. And that's really um, the fuse that, uh, that uh, this, you know, and when we're telling this, this story along, uh, along this burning fuse and it's, um, it's feels like, um, you know, uh, it feels like it's, it's really starting to, to heat up and, and the, uh, you know, the, the art and the collaborators from, from, uh, Aaron Cooter and Eve, you know, it's just been uh, a, a really magical experience. Um, you know, as for picking and choosing, well, we knew we wanted to start with a cinematic um, cast, and and that uh, was the cast that we were inheriting from from uh, the previous run. But we leaned into a few things. You know, I think people thought that Groot would be small because of synergy, and that was not the case at all. We really used that to tell a horror story. Um, and that's really starting to now come to a head in Legacy. Uh, and so to anyone that was wishing that Groot uh, would be big, I would say, uh, you know, be very careful what you wish for because uh, that's that's going to be a big, big, big problem. So we know that now the gardener has... Um, you know, uh, attacked Groot for his own means and used, uh, you know, the remains of Groot's body to grow an army of carnivorous uh, floral colossi. And uh, that's an emergency that is dealt with in Legacy, uh, and it will leave Groot changed in, a, in a, I think, a really fun way. 
Also, as part of Legacy, you've got the team joining the Nova Corps. Uh, they look great in the costumes. The, uh, the the cover looks fantastic. What can you say about what they encounter and join the Nova Corps? How does it alter the team dynamics? Do some people take to it? Do some people not? You've got Ant-Man on the team now. You've got all sorts of stuff going on. So what effect does the Nova Corps have on them? It's interesting. It's, um, you know, you would think that Rocket would just hate this and it would be preposterous and that maybe some of the others would get, uh, would, would be okay with it. Uh, they're, uh, on, uh, they've, they're undercover with the Novas for a very specific reason. Um, the Nova Corps are being subverted, um, by the Shire, uh, Raptors, mm. the fraternity of Raptors. And, uh, they, uh, this is, uh, they flourished while the Nova Corps was, was gone from, uh, from, gone from the galaxy and and now that the nova are back they really don't want them to let, get a toehold so the guardians are there to figure out who's good who's bad and one of my favorite pieces came from one of the creative retreats and it was an idea that uh, as i was walking through this uh, brian gave to me and uh, and and bendis said you know uh, it would be great if rocket uh really took to it as he you know could then sort of be up on everyone's the the latest uh, security measures employed not just by the novas but the home gal the home quadrants and and so that's been really fun to play with those expectations every time you turn around uh rocket seems to be uh, getting promoted inside of the nova core uh, and so uh, and, and it's just been fun uh gamora and uh, ant-man have an adventure and really i think most important to the fans uh, during Legacy, uh, uh, Peter Quill discovers very quickly that Rich Rider is still alive, and uh, and so that becomes uh, the focus of uh, Guardians 147. That's our second Legacy issue, and it also has my favorite ever last page of a Marvel comic. That's uh, that's pretty high praise. You've you've written some great ones and you've seen some great ones. Oh uh, yeah, I should just say the ones I, that I've helped collaborate on. There there are plenty of ones. <laughs> ones yeah, that that Stan, on. Stan and Jack, I think probably still ones. hold that that, that crown. But this is it's a really fun surprise, and I don't think uh, even if I told you what it was, how it happens mm-hmm. is uh, is something I think that will will catch people off guard. The the page the original page of Star-Lord and Nova kind of running off into the sunset uh, when they went to the Cancerverse is one of my favorite page spreads of all time. Yeah. So I'm very excited for this issue. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know what? Um, when they when they first meet again, it's... Uh, uh, it pays off. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it 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 really encapsulates the friendship for me and uh, the the Butch and Sundance uh, moment. You know I, that really stuck with me too. Yeah. But the the idea that that Rich is joining the team, uh, you know, in, in Uncanny Avengers, we we played around with sort of not having them chartered mm. uh, and you know official. And uh, you know I think that's going to be true of um, of Guardians too. You're going to see a lot of characters start to come in and out. Um, cool. and and uh, some of them will almost all of them will be sort of what you would call the cosmic family but not all of them uh, and, and including on the cover of 12 you have um, man thing right there yeah. and uh, man thing has uh, is the guardian of the nexus of realities and so that that, that will be important to uh, the guardians in their quest 
speaking of people who show up on covers, during New York Comic Con, we revealed the cover to issue number 150 oh, yeah. of Guardians of the Galaxy with Adam Warlock front and center. Major, huge cosmic player. It's been off the board for a little while. How does he shake things up as far as you can tell us? You know, um, Warlock arrives in 150, and uh, he is not exactly where we might expect him to be or even where he wants to be. And uh, then he will have another uh, entrance into the Marvel uh, cosmic universe uh, in in 151. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. Um, he really is getting two big entrances. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I, I didn't feel like we were blowing anything by putting him on the cover. I still think um, there are some big uh, surprises in the how and the why. And uh, really 150 and 151 really begin to... Um, lay out the stakes of what uh, the the stones and the, the quest to find the soul stone, in particular for Gamora, the, the, those stakes will begin to, uh, Warlock will begin to put them into focus. Got it. Anything else you want to talk about with Guardians before we uh, move on to another guy you write? Um, no, I, I just uh, I'm, I'm hearing from from uh, your I'm hearing from our fans. Um, you know, I, I see the tweets. I can't always comment uh, on everything. I get the Tumblr messages. I, I see you guys. It's been a wonderful reception at the show. Um, so many people saying that they're excited and surprised at how these um, toys are being used and. Uh, I'm sincerely grateful to all of my collaborators, you know, s- starting with Aaron, most especially, uh, and then Eve, who's just been a genius coloring uh, Aaron. I think those two are, are really working on another level. And now we have Marcus Toe coming in, and we've had Fraser Irving, and, you know, this is a visual medium. So I, uh, you know, I'm trying to, along with Jordan and uh, our editors, come up with. Um, you know, a, a, a fun pitch for these guys to hit out of the park. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very grateful to them for, for the opportunity. Well, touching on that other guy you write, uh, Deadpool, of course. Um, when you first came on to Deadpool back in 2012, he was kind of at his, 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 his status quo, which is kind of at worst... He is feared and hated by the Marvel Universe. At best, he's kind of treated like a joke. Over the course of your run, he he got it all. He got respect. He got power. He got financial wealth. Um, and then over the course of the last year or so, you've taken it all away from him and stripped him down to potentially even lower than he was before. So it seems like you've come kind of full circle, but I know you still have more story to tell. So where do you go from here? We discuss uh, the shape of the Marvel Universe years in advance in, in the creative retreats. And, um, you know, I knew that Secret Empire was cooking and uh, it presented me, uh, the team, with a unique problem. We had accidentally uh, found lightning in a bottle uh, back in years ago now uh, by showing by having Steve Rogers show Deadpool that um, you know he could be more effective uh, he could still be himself but uh, you know as as Wade fell into Captain uh, Captain America's orbit you know I knew it was going I knew Secret Empire was, was going to be a challenge um, 
and I, I, it made me hesitant about Secret Empire until I realized, oh, no, this is an opportunity to have him get really burned in a way that he maybe had never really been. Um, you know, if anything, you might look back at the previous uh, uh, stories and said, boy, you know, he almost seems respectable here. And, and that might be a dangerous place to, to put Deadpool. But I thought we made the most of it. You know, what? basically when, when Wolverine when, when Wolverine died and Captain America lost the super soldier serum, you know, uh, the bench was thin. And so Captain America um, uh, asked Wade to be a part of his unity squad. And uh, I will always uh, cherish those comics. I had a lot of fun with those collaborations. And, you know, I, I I, I think my challenge was to not just make it a stealth Deadpool, you know, uh, book, um, and I, I, I think that was successful. But but the the real truth now is, um, coming out of Secret Empire, you know, Wade had done a lot of bad things, and in particular, he had murdered Phil Coulson. Mm. Before he ever heard Cap say the the words "Hail Hydra," so when Steve Rogers wanted Phil Coulson dead, you know he didn't tell him it was a matter of Hydra security. He just said it was a matter of national security, and that doesn't sound crazy to me. And it didn't sound crazy to Wade that a Shield agent would need to catch a bullet. And in fact, if you go back to our first story uh, back uh, when I, uh, uh, with Brian and, and Tony Moore. You know the antagonist in in that one of them was was a, a rogue shield agent, and mm-hmm. so yeah, that was easy. And then once the awful once that once that veil fell from it all, and and Secret Empire w- began, you know Wade Wade the the die was cast. There was no way that anyone once the, this once Deadpool's secret got out, there was no way the heroes were going to trust him. And so coming out of it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a real tough situation. Dead, Deadpool um, got all of the blame, rightly, for the things he did wrong, and and none of the uh, none of the credit for any of the good things he did uh, for the resistance. You know, uh, it may have it may have been a um, it may have been a small detail, but the he knew where the resistance base was in that first issue. Do you want to hold? Wanna hold? We'll just keep going. It's New York Comic Con, folks. This is real. Yeah, very enjoyable. Um, so yeah, he's uh, and now uh, to make matters worse, coming out of Secret Empire, uh, he owes Strife four names, uh, and whatever names Strife says, Deadpool has to kill, and that's in return for saving four lives for Deadpool. So that woman loves this. <laughs> the first name on that list, Cable. First name on that list is Cable. And, uh, you know, that was always going to be a name. I wasn't sure whether it was going to be the first name or the last name. Last, uh, name. In a way, uh, I was a little nervous saying, oh, you know, maybe this is going to be hard to top the other three names. And then I thought, you know what? Let's just put the bar high, and then yeah. we'll try and jump over it. So the the arc that Scott Koblish is drawing now is uh, very much uh, Deadpool killing Cable, and I promise you it will happen. Uh, the arc uh, that follows is uh, 
beginning an arc called uh, The Bucket List, and Matteo Lolly is drawing that. Uh, we will absolutely be touching back on some Uncanny Avengers unfinished business nice. that predates Secret Empire, because I know, uh, you know, uh, once Secret Empire, once that dome fell over New York and Wade was on the other side, he was never going to be able to, to join uh, the, the, that team again and his friends. And, you know, it's really a great tragedy, uh, you know, especially given what uh, was happening between uh, he and Rogue. Mm. And, uh, you know, you, you probably, truthfully, Rogue dodged a bullet, mm. but it was felt good to make uh, make that a, a thing for one yeah, issue. Yeah, it was cool. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, thank you. With, uh, with Cable, the interesting thing about Deadpool is, you know, you've built up these new superhero friendships for Deadpool, the relationship he has with Wolverine, the relationship he has with Captain America, even the relationship he has with Rogue. Cable kind of predates all that. He predates your run as kind of Deadpool's original superhero buddy. How do you approach the relationship, even as you're getting ready to tear them apart like this? You know, um, relationships have uh, 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 orbits, right? And this is a bad orbit for Deadpool and Cable. So, um, Deadpool is uh, is is um, still making jokes, but Cable doesn't want to hear it anymore. Not after not after what happens. Cool. Anything else you want to tease coming up, Jerry? Anything with Deadpool, Guardians? Anything else you're working on? Any message you want to send to the fans? Uh, thank you very much for the support. Uh, we could not do it without you. Uh, and thanks to my editors and everyone at Marvel and the, and all of my uh, artistic collaborators. It's been so much fun. Uh, I I really uh, hope you're enjoying Guardians and uh, Deadpool. Uh, it, it, we try to have fun, and I, uh, I try to have make the scripts fun, and uh, if the artists have fun reading them and and then drawing them, I I think it translates. So I, I hope you guys are having fun because we are. Thanks so much, Jerry. Thank you. This is Marvel, your universe. Marvel.